This is the Kate Daly Show. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Oh, I love it. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. I'm here with Uncle Milty. And, uh, of course, you can call up if you're listening to us live. And you can do so every day if you want to in the afternoon, in the late afternoon. Um, and you can go to katedallyradio.com to do that. Make sure and get, um, you can just click on the Listen Live button. And the call-in number is right there on katedallyradio.com. Three words, katedallyradio.com. Also, the SoundClouds, too. The SoundCloud episodes, you can share those far and wider there as well. Um, and then you can watch us on, uh, on frankspeech.com on your Roku. So you can download Frank Speech and you can actually, uh, there's great programming there. And every night at about nine o'clock central, eight o'clock mountain, you can actually watch us live do the show. Um, so we have a lot to say, uh, make sure you text Birch 989898, uh, text them and get some great financial information, uh, that could save you and save your uh, finances actually, as we go into digital currency. It's already been promised by Wells Fargo. So when you call your bank and they go, we don't have any idea what you're talking about. They're lying scumbags because they talk about it all the time. Uh, Wells Fargo readily admitted that um, uh, digi- everything would be digital and cash would be out within the next three years. I think it's sooner than that. There'll be some sort of disaster that makes it happen sooner and a false flag. Okay. Um, and then also um, get over to uh, Balance of Nature. Code word is Kate and also my pillow. Um, I have wonderful sponsors, so please visit them. So um, when I'm talking about the housing thing, and if you think I'm crazy and you need to look at your state and see what they're doing with homeless housing, with mental health housing. Oh, we, we care so much about mental health. We care so much about the homeless like never before. When they have their claws out, like my governor, who's horrendous, the most horrendous lying governor I've ever seen. Okay. And this is how all the states are right now. I think, I think maybe there's two governors maybe, or one governor that isn't like this, but, um, for the most part, you don't have good governing going on. You have bought and sold governing. Then what happens is, is they have this total, uh, preoccupation with the homeless and with mental health for a reason. And here's a clip, one minute long, by Dr. David Martin explaining the housing great reset. Here you go. And if I, I need to turn off my music. You know what? This is such a weird day. <laughs> we have so many issues going on today. So crazy. But it's live. What can I say? Here we go. When they say you'll be happy, what they mean is you'll be enslaved. That's why they're talking about a great reset. That's why they're talking about introducing this quasi-communist, quasi-socialist agenda. They know we've run the course where we cannot continue down the path of the ever-increasing indebtedness because we have a generation that quite literally cannot afford to buy a house. Millions of Americans are priced out of buying a home. And so it's easy to tell that generation We're going to forgive your college debt. Student debt relief. And set your expectations lower. You're going to rent forever. We're going to celebrate the tiny house movement. We're going to do all of these things which sound cool because they're shaping our narrative so that we become capable of expecting less. What we need to do is not expect less. 
We need to remove inefficiencies so we can experience more. And that's the subtle distinction that the Great Reset is missing. Mm. That's Dr. David Martin explaining it beautifully. Um, so, so, uh, <laughs> so here's the deal. So James O'Keefe was asked about being afraid, right? And, and this, I think, is one of our disconnects, quite honestly, is that people are afraid of losing their job, but they're not afraid of being ultimately enslaved. I hope that makes sense. Now, I understand being afraid of losing your job because you feel like you have a lot at stake. This is a guy that was asking James O'Keefe about this. This is interesting. Listen up. Um, probably a lot of us are afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Um, yeah, and so am I. I'm afraid too. Not to the extent most of you are, but I'm afraid too. And, and we're, I mean, so we're the same age. I admire the hell out of you for what you do. I want to become less afraid. Well, so what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of, he says. Literally. James O'Keefe. Okay, what's the worst? So what are you telling me about? Um, well, then I'd have to figure out what to do. And then I have two little kids at home. We have a house. I have a wife. We like a lot of what we do, but we feel like there's so much truth to tell. And uh, so what's going on with that? Fear. It's irrational. So you have to, I, I have this conversation about the way every day. Yeah. So it's kind of a muddled recording, but he's basically saying, what's your biggest fear? And the biggest fear, quite honestly, was you're going to lose your job. Um, he said, losing my job because I have a family of two little kids that depend on me. And James O'Keefe was saying, um, and I have questions about James, but anyway, that's a whole nother show. But James O'Keefe was basically saying, um, well, why would that be your biggest fear? Wouldn't you work through that? And the guy was even saying, right, Uncle Milty, that it's irrational. Like yep. it's, it's not a rational fear because, yeah, you would work it out. You'd probably go live with relatives or you would have some other course of action or buy something smaller. Or So everybody's afraid of losing their job. Why? Because they're afraid of losing the creature comforts that we're all used to, the, the, the daily that we're used to. So we don't stand up for truth as much because we're afraid of our lifestyle or our life taking it, taking its toll. Right. You know, for, for 200, for 180 years, the, the people of the United States lived with an attitude of abundance, Mm -hmm. work hard abundance. Right. We have now been convinced that what we really need is an attitude of scarcity. Mm-hmm. Minimalist. Minimalist. Has become like the new buzzword. Yes. Mm-hmm. You don't need that home. You don't need mm-hmm. that car. You don't right. need to use air conditioning. You don't need a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Well, the Biden would like to get rid of that, too. Yeah. No. I, I mean, it, and it mm-hmm. really shows yeah. in our children. Yeah. Our children don't have ambition. They don't get out there and try to make a future. Mm-hmm. They it's okay live to for work today. Hard. Yeah. Ah, you're right. And then, a, and then on the flip side of this statement by this guy was, if that's really what you're afraid of, you can overcome that. You can go get a job somewhere else. You can do other things. So if that's preventing you from telling the truth, right? I mean, I'm heavily, heavily censored, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, I was thrown off of a local hour. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very censored. And the politicians wanted me gone, which now they're very, like, bragging about it. Okay. 
they're bragging about it to people, um, how they ha- how they use their power to get me gone. And it's disgusting, but what do you do? And so we come up with new roads, new things, new things we can do to combat that. And I could never be afraid in the last 13 years of losing my job. Why? Because I did. <laughs> and guess what? The show only grew. Okay. So let God have an opportunity in your life to help you. If you want to speak out for truth, because I think anytime that you do that, you're rewarded. I've been heavily rewarded and the people that censor me are not rewarded. So it's like, I know that when you're on the side of telling the truth and when you're on the side of exposing the bad guys, and many of those are going to be politicians and many of those are going to be in government. When you're exposing all of that, good will come and let God, let God open. You know how they always say a door closes, a window opens, let God open the window. We're so afraid of that door closing that we don't even care to see if God's going to open a window, let him open it. It's okay. If you lose your job, I lost mine. I survived. And guess what? My life even became better. The show became better. The show was more received in more places. It grew. It wouldn't have grown had I not, had they not tried to get rid of me. So, you know, now, you know, in my third stretch of this, it's like, well, you know, what do you do other than go, okay, well, God, let's, let's go open another window. Let's see where you take me instead of being so afraid to tell the truth and so afraid to stand up. And I know there's a horrible toll too. And I know people are paying it. I know people that are incarcerated paying a horrible toll. We still can't be afraid of it. They'll be right back. Kate Daly show. Hey guys, if you love this show, please follow this advice. Go text Birch 989898 and text my name, Kate. You're going to get some free information. It's super important. At least look it over. And uh, I would not be telling you this if I didn't honestly believe this would help you. Okay. They're going to help you with gold backed security in the money you have out there. Okay. And also, should you unload your money? What should you do? And depending on your age, there's different things. So please go do that. Text 989898 and text my name, Kate. Thanks, you guys. The Kate Daly Show. Josh Groban. That's a good one. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show, wrapping up today's show. Um, So many messages in today's show, actually. Um, and so many important things to say because of what's coming and they're warning us right now. FBI is going, Oh, something's going to happen. Some kind of, some kind of something false flags coming. You can feel it. We're about due for one. They haven't had one in a while. Um, and then, um, of course over here in America is what I'm saying. And then of course, um, the rise of housing and mental health. So be very aware. Thus, uh, Slovakian president said no to the jab. They have about 5 million people in their country, right above Hungary, right above Budapest. And uh, he called them out and said, no, no more. Um, which was great. Yay, good for him. So the prime minister, Fico, right? Or Fico, Fico, 
announced that his country will refuse to ratify a pandemic accord currently being prepared by the uh, WHO. At a conference last month, uh, he slammed the media and former governor for vaccine mandates during the pandemic. And he said uh, the media wrote openly, I'm quoting now, that everyone unvaccinated should squeal in pain like a pig. In addition, you have to use police force if someone rejects the law of the needle. Uh, The Who was paired up with the Rockefeller Foundation. They really are a product of them, but you could say paired up. The Who and the Rockefeller Foundation to search for climate pandemics next. And partnered with the European Commission to develop international vaccine passports as drug, drug makers call for climate vaccinations. You heard me. Climate vaccination, a shot for the climate. Um, I'm not quite sure how to tell people that that's not a thing, but you know there are going to be people that think that's a thing, that they're going to gravitate toward that. I can get a shot in my arm, and I don't even care what the substance is, as long as it helps me with climate. Here's a really damning clip from Pfizer, by the way, just so we know who we're dealing with here. Here you go. Ireland at the moment, extremely high vaccine uptake, but stubbornly high infection rates. Mm. I'm honored to stand here today with dedicated colleagues from within the Department of Justice as well as beyond it to announce a historic settlement with Pfizer Incorporated, a pharmaceutical manufacturer and its subsidiary pharmacy, pharmacy and Upjohn uh, company arising out of civil, civil and criminal allegations relating to Pfizer's allegedly illegal promotion of various drugs, most notably Bextra. In a combination civil and criminal settlement, Pfizer has agreed to pay $2.3 billion, the largest health care fraud settlement in the history of the Department of Justice. They didn't just implicate Pfizer. They actually identified and charged the senior managers who were responsible for the fraud. Hmm. That's the same company that they ordained the government shots coming from. Bolstered them up made it possible for them to spin those out to everybody. Now you're getting told to take their flu shots. You're getting told to take all this junk into your body. And it's all a lie. Shameful. We all have free will. You can do it to yourself if you want to. Yep. (laughs) But then you've got to reap those consequences as well. You're putting an unknown, untested substance into your body. Always cracks me up when when pregnant women won't have a glass of wine, and they'll they'll tout that in public and they'll mm-hmm. talk about it endlessly. Mm-hmm. But then they'll jab themselves with every shot that the doctor gets paid to promote from Pfizer. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! Did, While they're pregnant, <sighs> did you see the meme Jeez. of the pregnant woman holding a glass of wine and she says, "Don't worry, it won't hurt the baby," and then below her. 30 years later, AOC. (laughs) (laughs) I love memes. That's one of the only highlights that's come out of the last few years is really terrific memes, right? Yeah. They get me through. They're hilarious. I know. Um, They really are. Um, By Uh, the way, I would go ahead. uh, Humor is Mm -hmm. what gets me by every day. Yeah. This is Kennedy grilling Christopher Ray. This is only uh, one minute. You have to hear this. Here we go. This is Senator Kennedy. He cracks me up. Chris Ann Hall loves him too. Okay, here we go. Why didn't the FBI just say, hey, the, 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 the laptop's real? 
Long silence. Why don't you just tell everybody the laptop's real? We're not vouching for what's on it, but it's real. This isn't a, 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 a fiction. Well, I, I, as you might imagine, the FBI cannot, especially in a time like that, be talking about an ongoing investigation. Second, I you would tell you that, that at least my understanding is that both the FBI folks involved in the conversations and the Twitter folks involved in the conversations both say that the FBI did not direct Twitter to uh, suppress. But others were story. in government. Well, I can't, again, I can't speak to others in government. Now, that's part of the point that I was trying to make because the Fifth yes, Circuit's sir, but opinion. But you're the FBI. You're not part of the White House and part of Homeland Security. You're not supposed to be political. You see all this controversy going on. Why didn't the FBI say, time out, folks. We're not getting in the middle of this, but the laptop's real. Again, we have to be very careful about what we can say, especially in the middle of uh, an election season, because that's precisely <laughs> some of the problems that led to my um, predecessor's uh, mm. uh, negative findings from the inspector general. Did you hear a gavel? Thank you, Senator I heard Kennedy. A gavel. <laughs> wow. These, these clips are just like the memes. They, they just, they, they're mind-blowing. Memes are pretty good. The clips, not so good. Like, it, it, you just can't believe the stuff comes out of their mouths. What? We have I'm to be very this. careful, especially in <laughs> an election season. <laughs> wow. Which was the exact point he was making. Exactly. <sighs> Kennedy. I wow. mean, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's, um, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Anyway, look, look, we, we must stand up just like the German MEP says, look, there's no room anymore for not standing up. Stop complying. Stop going along. Wake everybody up around you. And, it, I, you know, at this point, I guess you might tick off some relatives. When have you not ticked off relatives? <laughs> okay. I mean, maybe, maybe it's just time to finally just start saying the truth out loud. Instead of, uh, instead of this whole disagree better nonsense that my governor and the Colorado governor came up with and all that is is government trying to control how people communicate with each other, which isn't their role. But you're going to have a lot more of that coming down from all the states too, telling you how to behave. I say tell the truth. I say tell the truth. Okay. And find out maybe what God, what God can do in your life when you do that. You know, Mike Lindell stood up for the truth. He stood up for election fraud, right? And um, and it was pretty. It was pretty great. See, yeah, there was a toll, and yes, he's suffering that toll. But you know what, though, I think at the end of the day, he'll always be glad he stood up for the truth. What do you think? First, they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out mm. because I was not a socialist. Yeah, that's then for they sure. came. <laughs> yeah, we're just on down the line. Yep. Be faithful, be fearless. We'll see you here tomorrow. And um, Chris Ann Hall on Thursday and all kinds of guests on the economy. We'll see you Thursday. Or see you tomorrow, Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> we'll skip today. <laughs> yeah.